The CIA is anything but centralized when it comes to computing. In fact, the agency is pursuing a multi-cloud approach as it pursues a new services contract that could be worth billions of dollars. For a closer look at what's going on, Federal News Network's Tom Temin spoke with Bloomberg government senior analyst Robert Levinson. Let's talk about the CIA deal. They have been working on this, and you've reported they're making steady progress toward an award. Start with the latest thing. Where are they with respect to actually awarding this thing from when they first set forth the solicitation? Okay, so they they just released a what they call a pre-solicitation notice on September 30th. But, um, you know, one of the key things in that pre-solicitation notice is they basically said for this first step of this thing, uh, you know, they're looking for a major commercial cloud provider, and you've got to have, and, and the way they, they define that basically is you've got to have $2 billion in cloud revenue uh, to even, you know, play in this uh, thing. So it's it's very limiting. You know, it's only the big cloud providers, people like uh, Amazon, who has the incumbent contract with the CIA, as well as probably, you know, Microsoft and uh, perhaps uh, uh, Google. What about Oracle? Do they have $2 billion yeah, yet? You know, I suppose it depends how you define it, um, but, but Oracle may get to play as well. Because I was surprised in just looking at some of the research, I think from Bloomberg, that Microsoft has greater cloud revenue than Amazon, which might be surprising. But till you think about the fact that Microsoft has Office 365, which is a cloud revenue producer. Yeah, and also, again, like when you're looking at a lot of the data, the, the, the $600 million contract that CIA has with Amazon, you know, doesn't show up in the contracting data because it's a classified uh, contract and, and CIA doesn't report their, you know, most of their contracting data. All right. So getting back to the CIA deal, what is it they're looking to do here? Well, uh, essentially, uh, as, as I've mentioned, you know, expand on that deal, uh, expand on their, their cloud operations uh, that they have that started back in 2013 with their, with their award to uh, Amazon. They're calling this... Uh, Commercial Cloud Enterprise C2E, and it basically will have three components, a big cloud services provider, and then a systems integrator, and then some niche uh, other other parts for, uh, you know, various services. So th- there will be multiple uh, vendors involved, but the, the first big part of the competition is for that, that big commercial cloud provider. So they will do a down-select similar to the way the Jedi contract worked or is supposed to work for the Defense Department, but doesn't look like they're going to pick a single award winner? Or do they plan? Well, on, what are they planning? Well, there'll be a single award winner for the overall sort of, if you will, maybe perhaps the best way to describe it as a backbone, the, the cloud service provider. That will be a, probably a single award. But then there's going to be other components that will be multiple award. And in that way, it's a little bit different from what DOD is at least talking about with Jedi, although we know all the all the challenges DOD has with that contract. If they have a single cloud basic, as you call it, backbone provider, each cloud provider has a portfolio of services that it offers, you know, millions of line items that uh, help you operate in the cloud. And the quality and flavor of those services differs. Will that be the differentiator? Because for CIA, security is such a high requirement you could presume that that's pretty much the baseline for all the all of the would-be bidders. Yeah, I mean, security is obviously going to be, you know, you got to you got to cross that bar first is to CIA has to be confident in the security. And then, yeah, I suppose they're going to look they're going to look at, at all those different options and and perhaps some, you know, price may may come into this as well. Although CIA says they're willing to spend they had an industry day and they released slides and they said, 
tens of billions of dollars. So there's 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 lots of money here. So I'm not sure how how concerned they are about price. So this is not a lowest price, technically acceptable type of a deal. No, I have not seen that language at all in anything surrounding this. <laughs> All right. We're speaking with Rob Levinson, senior analyst at Bloomberg Government. And do they give any sense of programmatic uses they plan for the cloud beyond just data storage? You know, they, they talk about adding new commercial services, boosting computing and storage capacity, offering additional support at the at the unclassified and secret level. So, you know, it'll be multi-security uh, layer. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's, of course, at top secret SCI, but it looks like they want to have levels below that, so they want to expand the services, uh, you know, available at those lower levels of classification, so you'll have some sort of a, a tiered structure there. Um, those are the kinds of things that, that, that we know so far. And when they ask for top secret, I don't think anything in FedRAMP alone goes to top secret, does it? Um, you know, uh, I, I'm not an expert on FedRAMP, but I think you're right there, Tom. So this is this is going to be beyond that in terms of, uh, you know, security requirements. You know, much of the CIA stuff, even CIA stuff at the secret, I used to be in the intelligence business, and they always called it uh, secret, and it was called labeled ORCON, originator controlled. So even though it was secret, CIA wanted to have a tighter rein on it than most other agencies. Yeah, so they could end up being trailblazers with respect to how sensitive and how secretive the data that you have can be in a commercial cloud for the federal government. Yeah, I mean, I think they're already, the, the you know, the, the 2013 contract to Amazon, that was a huge surprise, I think, to, to, a, to a lot of folks that they were willing to even go this. Because, you know, almost by definition, when you go to the cloud, you're, you're enabling multi-places multi of access or multi-users to access to this data. And in some ways, that runs contrary to really the whole culture of the CIA. So it is a, it is a real, it's a culture change as well as a technological one, I think. Yes, because cloud, that's right, cloud stored data and applications presumes in most cases a multi-access, multi-user environment. And Yes, absolutely. You wouldn't put one person's resources in a cloud for billions of dollars, not even the CIA. Right, right. What else from the solicitation or the pre-solicitation should uh, contractors know to be able to try to position themselves for this? Suppose you're not the primary cloud provider bidder what else are they looking for? Well, I think if you're not the uh, uh, primary bidder, you you got to look at how whatever services you have, you know, can integrate with one of those big bidders. You know, are you are you able to operate with Amazon Web Services or Microsoft or Google or Oracle? How is your stuff able to integrate so that you know if you were selected for some particular application you could migrate your stuff on there and also of course uh, are you prepared to operate in a high security space do you have cleared personnel who can do all of this stuff uh, you know and operate you know that the CIA is going to be comfortable you know providing service and and maintaining the various capabilities uh, you, you've got to have a, a bunch of cleared people and I imagine that would that may push a, a lot of people away just because uh, they, they won't have the, those capability to operate in that kind of cleared environment. And as this proceeds, could the information that comes in from industry lead to perhaps a multiple cloud IDIQ deal almost or multi-award multi contract with some sort of a broker getting also part of the deal? 
Yeah, I think that's that's very possible after this initial phase one. Like I say, I I still think they want to select one one contractor for that big cloud. But then, yeah, absolutely, I think uh, some sort of IDIQ structure for some of this or task order kind of structure, I think is 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 certainly possible. And and some some overall you know integrator, I think again that is they talk about a systems integrator, so you know acting as sort of the broker or the pass through for for some of that. I think that's all quite possible this is you know they're going to have to learn as they go along here uh but but they're definitely jumping in with the cloud you know if 2013 was one foot they're now jumping in with both feet and what's their ultimate timeline i think they're expecting uh you know they want responses to this pre-solicitation notice uh by uh they wanted them by october 10th so presumably people have have responded to the pre-solicitation notice and i think they're looking to do something within the next fiscal year. That's Robert Levinson, senior analyst at Bloomberg Government, talking with Federal News Network's Tom Temin. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive and subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.